Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Bingeworthy, a podcast dedicated to telling you, the audience, which of these many dozens of streaming shows that are being thrown at you each week and month are worth your time and attention. Hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo, and editor-in-chief of The Playlist, Rodrigo Perez. Rodrigo is again absent from this episode, but if you do know us, you know our deep love for all things Yellowstone, so it is with great joy that I tell you the guest of today's episode, which is Cole Hauser, who plays the very popular character Rip on Yellowstone. If you're one of the people that's been holding out on Yellowstone or our podcast Yellowstoners while it's on the air, feel free to go back and stream both. I believe Yellowstone is on Peacock. Obviously, you can get Yellowstoners anywhere you get your podcasts. For the uninitiated, Yellowstone follows the Dutton family patriarch John Dutton, played by Kevin Costner, as he tries to keep his ranch and family together by any means necessary, all while being besieged by land developers or Native American reservations that are nearby or America's first national park. Uh, like I said before, we love it. It's the perfect blend of character acting and writing and soapy pulp western excellence that Taylor Sheridan is starting to be known for uh, across the board. And Cole Hauser, like I said, he plays Rip, who runs John Dutton's ranch with a mighty calloused fist and is more or less an adopted son to John and even married his daughter, Beth, this past season. Spoilers. We talk about his initial journey to getting the part of Rip right up front, and it, that goes right up until this past season and the journey that he's been on. And I may even bring up a certain maybe too fast, too furious character as well that he might have played. Uh, but before we get to that chat with Cole, I've got to tell you that Bingeworthy is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes the Playlist Podcast, the Discourse, both of which I'm a part of. Also, Be Real, Deep Focus, The Fourth Wall, and more. It can be heard on iTunes, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Follow us on any of those and you'll get this podcast as well as our other shows regularly. Be sure to subscribe and drop us a comment or a rating as we do very much appreciate it. All right, let's mosey on over to my conversation with the very kind and very talented Cole Hauser. Cole, how the heck are you, man? Thanks for giving me your time today. Yeah, man. Good to, uh, good to be here with you. Um, awesome. How's things going? Things are going really well. Uh, I'll be straight up with you. My editor-in-chief and I are big Yellowstone fans to the point where... It's always nice to hear. Exactly. When you know when the show's airing, we host a Yellowstone podcast called Yellowstoners, where we've sadly yet to be stoned. <laughs> um, but, you know, maybe someday. Uh, maybe someday. We'll get ripped for one of them, uh, so to speak. Um, we got all kinds of good stuff going on over there. All right, I like it. <laughs> That's right. So uh, all that to say, you're in the right place, and I'm thrilled to speak cool. with you. So you as well. um, thanks, man. Awesome. So if you will indulge me, uh, let's just go back to when you first got this, you know, part of rip, did it come mm. to you? Did you actively pursue it? Where was that journey for you? So John Linson, uh, I've known for 25 years, he's the co-creator of Yellowstone and yeah. he had spoken to me about it. You know, originally I think it was on HBO and then that got pulled and then they went to Paramount and I had 
from afar watch Taylor Sheridan's work, you know, as a writer, I mean, uh, Sicario was one of my favorite films, you know, absolutely seven years ago. So, and I just thought he was tackling some really kind of special stuff down there on the border. And, you know, he's, he's just a, he's a great writer. So I just, you know, as soon as I heard his name and then there was, you know, talk of Kevin and, and I was like, wow, okay, let me look at this thing. So I looked at it and I think initially, you know, the idea was to play maybe one of Kevin's sons, you know, and I, as I was reading the script, you know, this, this character of Rip kept popping up and I'm thinking now this is the guy, Yeah, you know, there's something really loyal and beautiful about him. He's a throwback character, which I don't feel like we've seen in a very long time, you know, and he's got, you know, obviously a pretty insane intensity to him and, you know, the things he does, but he also, you know, there was a glimpse of kind of the future of where Taylor was going to go as far as his heart was concerned. So I just thought it was, a beautifully written role. It wasn't, you know, at the time it didn't have a, a ton of time uh, on camera, but, you know, as I got to know Taylor and, and we became great friends, uh, you know, the more and more he started writing, you know, and, and loving the character. Yeah, man. Rip went on one hell of a journey and ultimately he is a Dutton pretty much. Yeah. So... yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, look, in, in many respects, and I think John said it, you know, John didn't said it to him, you know, he's right. been as much a son to him as any of his other sons or daughters. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, I think Absolutely. he treats him that way. Although he's, he's a little, you know, I think Rip learned a lot of his ways through John. John's, a, you know, he, he's tough love. Yeah. hundred percent. And when you join on with, with Taylor's shows these days, he famously holds a, a cowboy camp for his cast. Did he have it yeah. all the way back then? Oh God! When you yeah. joined? It was oh, it was absolutely insane. Yeah, <laughs> we went up to the the mountains of Utah uh, with Jake Ream and his brother, and he left us out there for seven days. You know, and we basically <laughs> slept on rocks. <laughs> you know, and really learned how to you know do everything you can do on a horse. You know, uh, go down mountains, up them rivers, swim with them. I mean, you know, these guys are the real deal. They've been in Utah for over a hundred years, and all they've been doing is cowboying. So. To them, it's just another day. But for us actors, it was uh, just an amazing experience. Yeah, maybe he's refined it a bit. I was speaking with Isabel May, who does 1883. And <laughs> she was saying yeah. that it was arduous, but ultimately she got to go to like her air-conditioned B&B or she would stay with mm. Taylor. So it's, I guess you got a little harder of a treatment there, sleeping on rocks with all that. Yeah, you know, his cowboy camps with Yellowstone are, are I'm sure, a lot tougher, but he expects a lot. From us, you know, especially me and also, you know, Ian Bowen, I mean, uh, Denim Richards, you know, all, all of these guys, you know, obviously Foyer, you know, he's, he is the real deal. So he's not, you know, actively um, around as much, but, you know, for us, you know, actors, I mean, he, he doesn't see it as you, you know, have a pass for not knowing how to do this. You got to do it. You got to do yeah. it like they do it. <laughs> and so you, you got to put in the time and it's all about saddle time. You know, to be good at anything in life, obviously you need to study and work, but repetition on being on a horse is, is the key to success. Sure. Did you have, you know, when you're looking back all the way to the beginning there, did you have any inkling idea or idea what this show would become? Or was it just another job for a while where you're just like, I like this part, but who knows what's going to, if anybody's going to see this? I mean, the, the pieces were in place for it to be successful from the, from the onset. You know, yeah. I, I think, I mean, obviously my friend John is phenomenal. I mean, his taste is, I think, unbelievable when it comes to, you know, television. I mean, look at the, the history and even an independent film. And then Taylor's writing, Kevin, who's just, you know, he's a, he's a Western iconic, you know, hero, <laughs> you know, who's done some of the most beautiful work, 
in the last, you know, 30, 40 years um, when it comes to the American backdrop in the West. So, you know, and then Kelly Riley, I mean, you know, the list goes on, oh, man. West Bentley, you know, uh, Luke Grimes. I mean, you start putting Gill, you know, Birmingham, and you start putting all those things together, you, you're going to get fireworks, you know? When, when would you say you started to realize that this was really connecting with people? Was there a certain season where you're like, oh, shit, people are really connecting here? Well, you know, I mean, initially it was more of a grassroots kind of feel, you know, which I, I, I think that's why this, the show has had, you know, the success it's had is, is that it's really built like a core family, you know what I mean? And then it's built it kind of, if it started in the middle of the country, it's built its way finally to the edges in Los Angeles and New York, like those people are actually watching it. And for many years, you know, that wasn't that way. But I think, you know, after year one and the, the premiere of the show, you know, you just, and I, you know, we were in Montana and in Utah and Texas. I mean, these are places that people love this kind of stuff. So I always felt like it was, it was doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, it's just, it's getting more attention now. That's all. You know? Yeah. It's getting bigger and bigger. And and given that, you know, it's starting to peak with the mainstream with its first SAG nomination, you know, the greater public attention, mm-hmm. like you said, the coasts are starting to pay attention. Does it yeah. give the thing a new lease on life in terms of how long it can go? I know Taylor said it was, it was limited. He knew where it was going. Is yeah. he starting to think maybe we can push this further or is he like, we're still moving towards this end point? I mean, I, I think it's a tough one. I think it's a tough one for him to, you know, this is his baby. So it's like, yeah. you know, when I talk to him, I mean, he's got a great affinity for all of us, the show and what ultimately I think it was in his head that he told me years ago. Yeah. Could it end there? Yeah, sure. It could, you know, <laughs> and, and it would be great, but why stop, you know, a train that is really doing unbelievable stuff and really, I think, entertaining the country and, and yeah. soon to be hopefully Europe and, Asia and all over, you know, it's, again, it's, it's caught lightning in a bottle, you know, so it's good to be part of something like that. Yeah. And we're all crazy about Taylor here as well. Uh, We're also just kind of like enamored with how the hell he's doing the amount of work that he's doing. Um, Mm, I'm not sure if you watch any of his other shows. Do you watch, you know, like mayor of Kingstown or 1883 or whatever else he's, he's working on? Are you looking to appear in any of them? (laughs) No. Definitely not up here. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to change. I guess I could change my look. I mean, but you, we've talked about stuff that's other than Yellowstone to do together a lot, you know? Absolutely. But certainly not while I'm doing Yellowstone. Um, but uh, yes, I've watched Mayor. I thought it was phenomenal. It's urban, you know, it's totally different. The look, everything was really, really well done. Um, obviously, Michael Friedman, who, who works on this, you know, helped produced that as well and he's a dear friend and then i watched 1883 and you know it's um i mean listen everything he's doing he's getting the 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 money that he needs to to tell the stories that he wants to tell and he's making them beautiful you know and he's painting these wonderful canvases that america is you know fortunate enough to see it's really impressive that you know he's able to juggle all this and not lose quality because all of them are firing on all cylinders it's Mm -hmm. crazy and you're, you mentioned it before, your cast, the, the yeah. co-stars that you have is absolutely stacked. But obviously, yeah. Kevin Costner is Kevin Costner. It's a big deal for mm-hmm. anyone to work with him, even yeah. with a career as long as yours. Uh, what kind of tone does he strike on set? And, you know, have you tried to get any, you know, crazy good stories out of him about, you know, some of the, the big hits he's had? 
first of all, you know, he's he's just a wonderful human being first. You know, uh, you know, he's from Ventura, California. I'm from Santa Barbara. So we kind of hit it off. We're both, you know, Cali guys. And and uh, our high schools used to battle, you know, together. Obviously, he's a little older than me, but um, but, uh, you know, he, he we would talk a lot of smack. Uh, and so that's kind of how I got to know him. And then uh, I think the most impressive thing about Kevin to me is how much he still cares. And I think, you know, because now I'm in a position where I'm 47 years old and this younger, like the young Rip uh, Carter, you know, on the show, like they're looking up to me, kind of like I'm looking up to Kevin, you know? <laughs> you know, and they've watched me since they were babies, you know? So you can tell they're a little nervous at first. Working with Kevin for me, it was just natural. I don't know. I, I, and and the, the part that I play in Yellowstone is a very natural part for me when it comes to him, because my my natural instinct is anybody fucked with him, I'd I'd want to kill him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because he's just such a good guy. You know what I mean? I don't like people messing with good people. So so I just yeah, everything kind of fell into place very early on for him and I, and and it stayed that way. You know, he, I consider him a dear friend, and I think he he thinks the same. I, you kind of leaned towards the volatility of Rip. There have people started to like either not approach you <laughs> or be a little afraid of you after this role because th- he is he's like a live wire man i've walked in a couple places and people have definitely like turned looked and looked away <laughs> <laughs> he knows where the train station is i guess yeah. <laughs> you know but people have been very kind you know mm-hmm. you know the guys and girls i mean both and it's kind of interesting when you strike a chord in both when you find a character that can do that because most of my career has been in military films or playing a cop or playing a killer or something you know and and you really usually get you know the people that are attracted to that stuff are guys but it it's definitely interesting how uh the females have definitely uh it's (laughs) i think it's more females than than i've ever seen in my career have come up to me versus men you know, and I've seen a lot so of that, fan-made rip t-shirts where it's, they're, they're <laughs> filthy. I'll just say that. <laughs> I haven't seen those ones, but I've seen a lot of that stuff floating around. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of that speaks to the relationship that you and Kelly are able to build as Rip and Beth. Like, yeah. obviously that this past season was huge for you guys. You finally tied the knot. You yeah. more or less adopted a son. So mm-hmm. there was a lot to come to terms with as a character and Rip clearly you know, he wrestled with the Carter of it all. How mm-hmm. was it to kind of play that? And did you scare the living daylights out of little Finn <laughs> who plays Carter there? I think his mother is scarier than me, to be honest with you. She's, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's one of those, uh, she gets mad at, you know, at him. It's, it's kind of like, whoa, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, listen, you know, that relationship was interesting in the beginning because I, I don't read like 10 scripts. I read one script at a time. I focus on that, you know, and I don't want to get too far ahead. And so I didn't really know where it was going. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, is, am I really going to throw this kid off this ranch, you know, what I mean? and, and leave him on the road. And so, you know, I just kind of rolled with it and, and, you know, Finn's a wonderful young actor and a lot of people want to compare him to, you know, Rip and you know, he's a young version, but, but I didn't see it that way. I think Rip's a total different animal. I mean, I think what he's, gone through in his life is totally uh, different than than what you know carter has gone through so um but i see the comparisons and you know ultimately i think finn is now like six feet he's like <laughs> 185 pounds <laughs> he's gonna be looking down at me before i know it so 
you know. So there's going to um, be a big change with season five, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's definitely going to be interesting, you know, because you know these kids grow up. Even the the kid that plays Tate, I mean, he's now yeah. 14 years old. You know, he started when he was nine. It's interesting to watch these these young kids grow. And then obviously you get the like we said the pleasure of acting with Kelly Riley. Uh, mm-hmm. We absolutely adore her. How difficult is it to maintain composure when she's in full Beth mode? Because that seems like she's like a completely different person in real life. So it's got to be really yeah. jarring sometimes. You know, honestly, I, I come from a home of three sisters that are crazy. So no, it's not <laughs> jarring at all. <laughs> you feel more at home, sure if that, anything. Yeah, yes. Actually, you know, I've, I've told her this several times. It's like, that's just a day in life in my household when I was a kid, my sisters would go off, you know, and start screaming at me or, you know, at each other. And it was just like, you know, it was mean and nasty. But so that's, you know, in fact, in many ways, Beth is like my sister, Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) I like her already. Yeah. Can you, I know you guys are in production now. Can you tease it all? What's in store for, you know, the Rip Beth and Carter story for season five? I mean, like I said, I've only read the first script and, you know, it's, it's more of the same, obviously it's, you know, Mm. us together and, you know, working through stuff, but also John's, you know, moved on. So there's some stuff that I have to take care of, you know, at the ranch. So yeah, there's a lot of great stuff this year. I mean, I've heard through Taylor just explaining it to me where it goes and and all the different things and the pressure, you know, and all that, that starts to come and come down on us. So, you know, it's going to be, this is going to be a badass year, really badass year. Nice. Excited about it. Nice. Obviously, this is a huge character for you, um, for your career, for whatever, you know, you might describe it as. Has it changed you as a person at all, being able to live with a character like this for this long? Does it soak into you after all this time? No. I mean, I, I don't have black hair. I, you know, I don't have a beard. <laughs> you know, um, when I'm done with this role, I shave it off. And with get that, rid of it. Back, yeah, get rid of it and go back and play dad. You know, I got three kids. I'm married in Florida and happy and, you know, driving to school, just doing regular stuff. Now, the reaction has been, again, it's, it's you know, you, you probably get one or two of these in your career if you're lucky. And I've been lucky to have a few amazing, you know, roles throughout time. But this one is definitely uh, up there with the best. Well, this one is a bit out of left field. But my editor was talking to me the other day when I said I was going to speak to you. And he said he heard something about, you know, Steven Spielberg going to bat for you early on in your career, which is pretty amazing to have, you know, just mentioned anywhere. I'm curious, how did that come to pass? Was it high incident that that the show? It was, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After the Rodney King beating uh, in L.A., he wanted to create a show that showed police officers that are in L.A. in the right light. You know, I think a lot of. Obviously, he's, he's lived in California for a very long time, respects, you know, the, the LAPD. And, you know, obviously there were some bad apples, you know, when it came to, you know, what happened. But I think for him, he wanted to make sure that that it wasn't a generalization throughout the department. And and so I, I went in to DreamWorks and I was told that he was going to be in the room. And I said, oh, great. I get to audition for Spielberg. This is great. And I'm a young kid and I'm 21 years old or something. (laughs) And I get there and the casting director and the producers are there. And I go, where's Steven? Oh, he's not going to make it. I said, he's not going to make it. I was told that he was going to be in the room. And (laughs) lo and behold, I guess there was a camera, which I didn't see. He was upstairs and he came downstairs and opened the door. (laughs) He goes, okay, well, here I am. I said, oh, good. 
So I read the scene, read it a second time. He goes, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. And he goes, by the way, the only reason why I wasn't here is the last person that came in, she started crying because she was so nervous. And I said, oh, well, that's too bad for her. <laughs> Next thing I know, that night he, get, he gave me a call and he said, Good man, you know what? I just think the world, you you, the role is yours. And I was like, wow, thanks. And then we started negotiating money. And I guess I wanted a, I wanted the number to be $22,222 because I love twos. And he <laughs> called me back and he goes, I was offering you $25,000. I said, well, I want $22,222. And he goes, uh, okay, you got it. <laughs> You know, but we always kind of had that like tip for tat, you know, that's amazing. And it's, it's fun. Just, you know, look, I don't know how many people screw with Spielberg anymore, but I just, I think when you, when you're real with people and, you know, and, and, and you have a little bit of fun, you know, uh, it loosens everybody up. So I don't know. It's just my philosophy in life, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of which, gotta have fun. yeah, exactly. The point of everything. So yeah. let's throw all that aside. And get to the hard-hitting question of the day, which is obviously Carter Verone. Is he, he returning to the Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise or what, right? Carter Verone. Ah, you know what? <laughs> I, I plead to take the fifth right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. Okay. All right. We'll no, see. but I listen, I love that role. It was a fun role. And, and um, I would have thought like at some point that they would have come back and said, okay, well, he's out of jail and he's coming after Tyrese and, you know, da, da, da. And, but yeah, it's just never happened for some reason. I don't know why, but it's too bad for, I think, for a lot of reasons. I think the, the audience wanted to see him come back. I know that, I think they're only doing one more. Yeah, they're doing two back to back, coming. I think, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll see. There's always a chance. There's always reshoots. He comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely on Fast and the Furious, there's always reshoots. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'll wrap with this. We always ask our Yellowstone and, and 1883 guests who their favorite character on either series is, and it's almost mm. always Rip or Beth. So, oh, wow. which are the correct answers, by the way? But let's take okay. Rip and Beth off the table. Who would you yeah. choose if you had to choose a, a, a character? I mean, the easy one would be say Kevin. I mean, I, but it's not. It's going to be Foyer J. Smith. Oh. I really love. I love watching him, and he's gotten some really. Taylor's given him some great stuff, even last year. And I just, you know, he just screams reality. And I just, for me, it's, it's wonderful to see a guy who, who's literally broken every bone in his body get a chance in the twilight of his life to go and, you know, play the most authentic character, I think, on television, and, you know, just because of what he's been through. So yeah, he's to, the real deal, man. Yeah. I mean, you, you watch him walk. I mean, he's, I mean, he's busted and broken. So um, I'm just <laughs> super happy for him. And he's getting, you know, you get an opportunity to do something that he was always loved. So I'm, I'm happy that he's, he's got that. So it would be, it would be Lloyd. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time with me. It was a, a pleasure to speak with you. I will let you get back to your day, but I look forward Thanks. to seeing the many seasons journey of, of Rip and Beth and all the Duttons uh, as they go. We're, we're huge Yellowstone fans here again. Well, thank so you so much it. for watching, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Hope you guys enjoy season five. Take oh, care. I will. Thanks a lot. 